Oh boy. Um, it always starts with hey. oh boy. Oh boy. Hey guys. <laughs> Welcome back to Adventures and Vagabonds. Uh, I am your host. No, I'm not. I'm a player. <laughs> this Caleb is a consecutive is communist group. We're all the host and we're all the player. <laughs> we, are, we are in an oligarchy. Um, yep. Caleb, the host, is a DM. I am Isaiah Gillum. I play David Philistine. Forgot my name for a second. Uh, Webb here. Say hi, Webb. Hi. He plays the celestial body of beauty, better known as Karin. Butte. Uh, yes, Butte. E. Anyway, uh, as a recap, I ripped a fat line of powdered shrooms, saw the future, some dude uh, doesn't like me or anybody and wants to make a plague and kill everyone and everything, and so we gotta go talk to uh, I believe the I'm blanking on what they're called. Basically, it's essentially mayor. a Jarl. Yeah, I've been playing essentially. too much Skyrim, but I've been playing too much Skyrim, so that's the best you're gonna get. Perfect. All right. Yeah, there's your intro, Caleb. Perfect. <laughs> you're welcome. No need for editing. Perfect intro. Slap that right up on there. I know, right? Uh, but uh, we find you guys venturing down that road in the town of Fringe on your way to Sir Tharval's estate, making your way to discuss with him the prophecy, as John Steele has told you before. While venturing off on this road, I need both of you to make a perception check. Oh boy, already rolling. Already rolling. That, try not to knock anything over. Not uh, one. All right. I love that one's on uh, perception, perception checks. Yep. Reception, that is an eight. An eight. What do I see? Absolutely uh, nothing. You go, you go blind. With a net one, you trip and fall into the mud, face first, digging the mud behind your eyeballs. Oh, and you will be having disadvantage on perception checks for the next hour. So just a heads up. <laughs> okay. As for as for David, uh, behind his eyeballs. <laughs> yes. I think, I think you got to see the no, mud. you got to get it. I think you got to see the mud to press the digital. But uh, with an eight, you kind of just keep walking. You don't notice anything. Nothing is amiss. My head is in the clouds. It is in the clouds, and Colrin's head is in the dirt. But as John Steele <laughs> kind of helps you up, you guys continue on your way, I assume, to Sir Tharvald's. Is an eyeball an object? We stopped to snort some more shrooms. No, uh, we don't. Is an eyeball an object? Because if it is, then I can use prestidigitation. In and of itself, it is. But when it's attached to you, it's technically you. A, it's a so what you're saying is I should gouge out I don't out think his there's any way to reattach and it, it and put it back on yeah, yeah you rip out his eye to put it back on yeah, oh, just need a high level healing spell <laughs> or something like that regrow the eye yeah <laughs> yep. but uh why do you have a glass eye I got mud in it 
I got mud in my eye. <laughs> I tripped trying to look for something. I don't even know what. But uh, you guys continue to Sir Tharval's estate, eventually walking past a fort. Uh, what is it? I want to say fortication, but I don't feel like that's the right word. Is it? Um, Fortification, I believe, is what I'm looking for. Yes. Well, walking past a log fortification with two towers next to it. If you look on the map, you can see it. Uh, Inside, John Steele leads you to a little house. You would think it'd be bigger, but a small house, a small wooden cottage that has a big sign on it that says Sir Tharval's Estate. I can't see him. It's, it's a beautiful. Yeah, he can't see. I said it's a beautiful house. It looks like it's made of cheese. Sweet. Wait, does it? I don't know. Does it? Oh, I thought I'm you were looking at the map and like see. Oh no, I'm saying this because <laughs> he can't see anything. <laughs> but you can see it. I can. Oh, you're trying to... Oh, I... Oh, I'm misinforming misinforming him that it looks like cheese. Okay. Naturally, I would have called for a deception check. But I assume (laughs) you just believe it at this point. Yeah, I I don't think I'd expect him to be lying. But, well, I mean, he did say cheese. I mean, you naturally assume it is (laughs) some sort of joke. You should... Yeah. Pro- yeah, from my tone of voice, you could probably tell. Yeah. But uh, John Steele kind of just <laughs> stands outside as he's like, um, well, um, here we are. Should be waiting for you on the inside. All right. I mean, okay. I didn't yeah. alert him that you would be showing up, but... I assume he'll make time well, out of his busy schedule with, for this. Well, you're 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 coming with us if that's the case, because I don't feel like being smited by a local lord. All right, well, I guess I'll be going in with you. Let's get this over with. Let's let's see what he thinks about this whole scenario. As All you right. guys, I assume head into Sir Tharval's house. I'm gonna yes. right before I head in, I'm just gonna poke at the walls to make sure they are not in fact made out of cheese. <laughs> Alright, you proceed to poke the wall. Make an There's... investigation check. <laughs> I will make you roll. Oh, 18. 18. <laughs> it is in fact not made of cheese, as far as you can tell. I look slightly disappointed, but Continue inside. <laughs> All right. In the vein of rally, just eat the house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as you guys head inside, this house is nothing fancy, but nothing too bad. Inside, there's a nice big carpet. There is no staircase because there is no second level. Uh, the wood seems to be nice and clean. A fireplace is lit in the corner, and another room connected to the main living space inside does have a little board above it that says Sir Tharval's office, and chatter can already be heard from the inside. Hmm. There's maybe one or two guards within this building who are just sitting down, discussing something in the main living space cool. next to the fireplace. I'm, I'm just following John Steele, because, like, I'm super out of my element right now. Alright. 
John Steele approaches the main door to the office and begins knocking on it. With a subtle knock, a voice is heard. Go away, I'm extremely busy! As John Steele kind of... This. John Steele kind of turns around and kind of just shrugs. <laughs> no, you're not! What do, you, what do you mean, shrug? Did you shrug at me? Didn't you, you're the one who said this is like a matter of great importance. Well, we tried as John Steele just begins to walk away. I'm going to knock on that door again. Right, you immediately walk right up to the main office door as you, with a sturdy knock, Begin knocking upon it. How, how big? How big is the? How, like how tall is the ceiling in here? The ceiling is probably. I'm wondering if I don't I know. Ten feet tall. Not. Ten foot high ceiling. All right. Decently tall ceiling. A lot of living space. Stand up. Yeah. How big is the door? The door. It's probably about seven feet. Sick. Yep. <laughs> Got to kind of bend down for that. But you hear. It again. Go away, I'm extremely busy. Uh, I was told to come see you because I had a vision using the same method as the Lady of the Cave. And seeing as she's dead, I was wondering if you could help out. As you hear footsteps approaching the door before it uh, opens abruptly, as he's like, Oh, you hit! Oh my goodness, you're a tall figure indeed. As he stares up at you. Yes, that <laughs> um, tends to be a consistent theme with the Goliaths. Goliaths? I've never seen one before, but I'm sure it's fine. Um, so I assume, yeah, yeah, yeah like it, you you're said, all you're racist here. We're not racist. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? This fine little town. We're not. No, <laughs> you got we're, you got we're, real defensive right there. Hey, boy. we're just a bunch of country people, right? We're a product of our environment. We live in this world with short people and short standards. What can I say? Short people and short standards. But uh, I'm a, I'm a little busy at the moment regarding um, some weird phenomenon that's happening outside of Ridge. So uh, if you will come back later, I don't have time phenomenon. for these crazy prophecies might, at the moment. I might be able to help if it relates to what I saw. As you see in the back of the room, a figure who seems to be sitting down in a chair kind of lean forward is like, uh, "What is it? What is it you saw?" Who are you? Does yeah. the name Morden ring a bell? As Sir Tharval and this other figure kind of look at each other and kind of look back as they just kind of shake their heads. By the way, Sir Tharval is a, you can tell he is some sort of elf. He is dressed in much finer clothes than the house would recommend. Not recommend. I don't have English. Than the house would. That, uh, you're, not, you're not far off. I'm not far off. Indicate. Yeah. Is that the house would indicate exactly? He is much more fancy than his living space. Okay, he, what kind of elf is he? Uh, make D &D an insight check. Well, actually, no. no, no it's very right. easy to tell Eight. because within oh. my world, all high elves are blonde, and all wood elves have red hair. That's canon now. All right. 
he's blonde. trying to figure out which racist are racist to L. oh he's right ra- he's super racist no, he's a high elf he's he's he is very racist racist he's a high elf no, i'm trying to figure out if my high guy is are racist so racist i'm trying to figure out if got my guy's racist back <laughs> is your character know. racist back <laughs> I don't know how racist ASMR are. I don't think they're very racist. But uh, the figure in the back room proceeds to stand up as he kind of walks closer to the door. What exactly did you see? Can I... uh, Can I just, like, say I explain? Because... I'm having a hard time remembering myself. Nope, you can make a history check! To do so, and how good your history check is depends Uh, on how good you explain it is. Can I assist? Uh, oh, that's not too bad. Didn't see it. That's true. You didn't see it. That's not too bad. Um, I I got a seventeen in total. That's pretty. Oh, seventeen, not bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty decent. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty all right. Pretty Uh, all right. With a seventeen, meh. Yeah, it's kind of mad. You know, it's not an 18, that's for sure. No, uh, you proceed to explain what you saw in a pretty vivid detail till eventually the talk of black mist kind of pops up in conversation before the figure immediately is like, whoa, wait, wait, go back. A, a black mist? Like, like a shadowy, like fog type thing? Yes. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. As Sir Tharval, this high elf, kind of looks back and forth, he's like, um, that's what this guy's been talking about. Um, some sort of mist that, uh, well, you know what, you explain it. As he points over at this other figure, he's like, well, um, I, I was making my way to Ridge, the nearby town next to here. It's only about, I don't know, 15 miles away. When... I was delivering my potatoes, my goods, and I saw out in the distance there seemed to be some sort of mist, some sort of fog that was sweeping across the ground. I didn't think anything of it till I looked at oh, it. Dear. My headphones come unplugged. Oh, I can't hear anything. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um, but there was this mist in the distance, and I didn't think anything of it till I caught a glimpse of how fast it was actually going. I mean, this thing must have been traveling across for, a, I don't know, I would say maybe 20 miles an hour. I mean, this thing was booking it. For lack of a better word, it was booking it. <laughs> but, um, I mean, this thing stretched for miles immediately out of fear. I just, I turned around. I, I, I tried to outrun this thing and... I, I was kept, I continued to look over my shoulder, seeing if it had stopped, but it just kept coming. It, it came closer and closer until it just stopped. It seemed to encompass everything when I looked over, almost like a storm, almost like a sandstorm of just black mist and fog. Hmm. I couldn't see anywhere past it, and it stretched for miles. I mean, as far as I could see, I mean, it... It just stopped. A little ways outside of Ridge, it just just stopped. Hmm. As Sir Tharval kind of looks back up at you like, 
Uh, well, does this mean anything? Yeah. So, there's this deity or spirit or something. I don't know. I don't know what he is. His name Morden. And uh, he seems to be the source of this. And it's it's from what I could tell, it seems to be like a plague. But very dusty. Yeah, a very dusty one. Hmm. And uh, how is it that you know this? Uh, I ripped a fat line of shrooms because that's how the lady of the cave got her prophecies. So I just thought, you know what? I might as well try it as well. So the crazy old lady. You basically took the same drugs as her and... What? Does she not have prophecies? Okay, look, she got a lucky guess with this whole traveler thing of you and your friend over here coming to this place, but, um, a great evil? I mean, you seriously believe that? And, uh, considering what I saw, and considering it's lining up with what this guy saw in real All life... All he saw was a thick black say, fog. Yeah. I'm sure it was absolutely nothing. Not at all. Yes, that is completely normal. Well, you know, we get strange so phenomena. It's not the first time. So you're telling me, so you're telling me you've seen a thick black fog before. No, and that's kind of why I'm on the wall about it. Your uh, one figure, this guy, says, lining up with the prophecies of this town, for all I know, he could be trying to get publicity. As you just hear the figure in the background, hey! You know what I think? I think you're racist. That is besides the point, but definitely true. <laughs> he doesn't deny it. I mean... He doesn't deny it. I mean, it. you expect me to believe somebody of your height as he kind of like looks up at you with a smirk? <laughs> Now, if you'll excuse yes. me, I need yes, to iron my confederate I, I, flag I say yes, as he yes, walks back into his office. <laughs> I, I, I no, that does yes, not happen. Yes, I do expect you. <laughs> Racism. Um, Gotta have yes, it in every episode. I do expect you to believe me. Yep. And roll persuasion. <laughs> All right. I'm now trying to persuade him. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, he will be rolling insight. <laughs> you rolled it. Uh, before closing the door on you, he's kind of like, do you have any form of hard proof? I have more shroom dust. Where? If you want to do it yourself. You should try it. Where? I pull out my bag of holding. That's just a bag. With, uh, Where's the dust. powder? I pull it out. You pull out a cheese grater with dust in it. As he <laughs> yes. kind of leans over and looks at it. He's like, um. How many mushrooms did I have? I can't I, remember. Um, Would you like to me to go back and collect the black vomit? 
that came out of me as a result? Um, I don't think that proves anything, but if these shrooms really do prove prophecies, as you foretold, um, maybe we can... Uh, you there, as he points over to guard who's in the living quarter next to the fireplace. Get over here! As wait, the guard wait, kind wait. of walks over. One moment. Before you do this, uh, how, how resilient are you? Are you saying it's to Sir Tharval or the guard? Who, I, I say who, to whoever's going to do this. How resilient are you? The guard kind of walks over. Wait, what am I doing? He's got the same voice as Sir Tharval. Sir Tharval's like, you're going to be snorting this powder to prove that they're telling the truth. Hopefully seeing the same thing. I'm not letting him snort it unless he is a very strong individual. As he kind of looks over at the guard, making an insight check. He can handle... Wait, what do you mean almost killed you? I mean, when I went in, <clears throat> when I went in, when I took the mushrooms and had that vision, that individual, Morden, stuck a sword through my chest, and that's when I woke up. And that really hurt. And then I went insane for a, a brief moment before this man I here. out of him. Yes, he decided to see, he saw fit to burn the insanity out of me I which admittedly worked I say admittedly admittedly it worked I, I still think he could have just bonked me over the head I say but it worked life. yes you saved his life from what I've heard yes yep as um so I recommend only doing this if you are a very strong individual all right uh you the tall one please step into my office for a second as he kind of walks deeper into his office and pushes the other figure out. He's like, come on. I uh, need a quick word with you. Oh, me? Yes, the tall one. Oh, yeah. All right. The tall, untrusty, shady looking guy who I'm judging based off of his height. Sir. Please step into my (laughs) office. This is outrageous. <laughs> this Am is I outrageous. What? Can I follow? Um, sure, you know what? The more the merrier as he kind of walks in, opens the door wide and kind of signals you guys in. The guard who's been standing outside uh, just looks confused about the whole thing. Come on, this way. All right, I'm following you. Don't need panties in a twist. All right. As you kind of walk in, he kind of softly closes the door behind him. As he walks off to a back corner, as he's kind of like signaling you over. I follow. You follow close as he kind of signals you to lean down so he can whisper something to both of you. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, listen up. Now, so far you haven't proved anything, but I don't want to get anybody scared of the whole thing. So you're going to go back out there, explain to that guard exactly how this drug is completely harmless. He's going to take it and he'll probably die. But if he does, I know that you're trustworthy. Understand? 
<laughs> what kind of logic is that? <laughs> if he dies, you are trusted. The only way you know I'm trustworthy is if he survives. Don't say that. Otherwise, you might just think that it's the drug that killed him. Don't say that. Well, unless you want to take it again, or maybe your friend, I'm afraid we're going to have to experiment. Hard pass. And frankly, I don't want to travel halfway across the world to find a wizard who knows how to decode thoughts and actually figure out if you're telling the truth or not. And no, I will not take it. Why don't you try it? Because you just told me that if I take this, I might die. And I do not have any intention of dying. I'm still a good... I'm still a good 400 years away from death. And I have no intention of suffering such a fate. Are you such a weakling that you can't do this? Are you threatening my manhood? Am I? I don't know, big boy, are you? (laughs) Maybe I am. Well, I would certainly think so, coming from somebody of your stature. So it kind of looks you oh, up and I down. Heightest as well as racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, you're gonna solve this whole shroom thing, or what? Because unless you got a better idea to prove this, I'm not going to be issuing any sort of command. To try to, oh, I don't know, get this situation under control, because as far as I'm concerned, there isn't a situation. Then you're a fool, but I will try. Try what? Um, what, what I, I ask, actually, before going out again, I ask, what about the dude that brought you news of the black uh, uh, fog? What, that guy? If you really want to risk that guy, the scrawny little figure, if he's going to overdose and possibly die, you're welcome to try it, but frankly, these guards are more expendable than, say, a peasant. All right. Or, you know what? If such a big fella wants to man up and take some shroom again... Maybe we could get this. I already did. Oh, that's true. I don't feel like dying. Yeah, I think you should try. I suppose you doing it twice won't prove anything. I think you should try it so you can see it yourself. Maybe I will. Maybe you will. I don't think you're man enough. All right, follow me as he walks. Actually, you know what? Make a persuasion check. Make a persuasion check. (laughs) I like the sound of that. Can can I assist? You can because you've been like. (laughs) Wait, what did you get? Okay, first one's a first one's a twenty-four. Second one's a ten. I have plus seven, so heck yeah. (laughs) He kind of like sticks out his arm. He's like, "Where's the powder? Give it right here. Give me, give me, give me." I give him a dose. <laughs> you like pour out, out a little bit in his, you pour out a little bit in his hand. As he's like, all right, out of my way. As he barges through the main office, as he 
proceeds Just to come on. We're going to prove my manliness by going to the town square and doing this in front of everyone. That way we can prove this once and for all. I look over at David and say, how many doses did you take again? I only took one. You only took one. Oh, okay. As a... He proceeds to walk out of the main house as everybody else proceeds to follow him. Do you also proceed to follow him? Yeah, I, I'm following. I want to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys so proceed to head to around the middle of this small town where there is a small bell as he begins ringing it and dinging this bell. Before uh, a group of peasants begin to gather around as he's like, listen up, everyone. These two say that they've seen a prophecy depicting of a great evil. Well, looks like there's only one way to find out. As he just inhales all of it. In an aggressive manner, everybody else is giving him weird looks. As he kind of just sits down as his pupils enlarge to the point where they're just black eyes. <laughs> I hope I don't need to burn I, it out of him too. I, I'm, I, I, I tell Karin, get, get restoration ready. No, I'm going to burn it out of him. No. Yes. Oh, get, no. No, get, I don't. Get no, I can't. Restoration. I mean, let a much a much less fiery than last time, but I think burning it out worked well enough. No. Okay, if we're going the violence route. Let me just smack him over the head. No, you gotta burn yeah. it out. No, you don't. It worked here, for you. Here, here it worked here, for you. Here. As you guys are openly discussing this right now, uh, you can burn it out of him if smacking him on the head doesn't work. Deal. Okay. Deal. Sick. As you guys kind of like shake hands, signifying this deal. <laughs> As uh, well, a I couple mean, of minutes go I by, know smacking him's not going to work because you got to burn it out. People just begin watching him until eventually. All right, start dancing in a circle around him. He proceeds to fly back onto the ground prone before violently shaking. Almost like a seizure. He is right now seizing, seizing out. As he's like almost foaming at the him. mouth. Uh, All the I'm people gonna, begin to I'm freak out. Him to make sure he's not, I want to inside him to make sure he's not dying. Uh, that, that would be a medicine check. Medicine. Sick. I'm going to assist. All right. Cool. Sick. Uh, oh dear. Hold on. What happened? Um, so I rolled an 18 and let me see what I, uh, anything to add to that? Wisdom. No, nothing to add. So it's an 18. 18. He does seem to be dying. This is not something that you experience. I, this I, seems to be a lot worse. I smack him over the head. As you proceed Big to just slap body. him violently. Non, non-lethal. Non-lethal. Make a medicine check. Specifically non-lethal. As you're trying to fix is this that, by that slapping him. Yeah, make a medicine check. 
sorry. <laughs> I thought it would be unarmed strike or something. Uh, that is a 15. Uh, a 15. Oh, you okay. smack him as he, the seizures begin to die down a little bit before his body goes limp. No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I can't cast fire. As all the guards are like, what in the no. world? What did you do? As, the, like, oh, oh, oh. as all the people are like, ah! I cast uh, Cure Wounds at third level. Dang. I could just let the restoration after I hurl this fire at him. It's no biggie. Okay, that's 20. Uh, 20 on what? 20 health points added to him. He immediately jumps back up quite violently as he goes, oh, 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 as he's like screaming right now. Oh, I'm just standing there in front of him with like fire ready to throw at him. All right, you've already got a palm of fire right now. He's like, oh, as he grabs Colrin's collar, he kind of like grabs his shirt, pulling him closer. He's like, "It's all real. He's real. It's all." Oh. He's just constantly screaming. Told you. <laughs> you told just you say so. told you. <laughs> As he is now curled up into a ball, rocking back and forth. <laughs> Did he say? Is he insane? Do we need to cure his insanity yet? I don't think that's insane. Uh, he looks. Can pretty, I cast mending? Yeah, this on is a pretty mind. normal reaction, honestly. Can I cast mending on his mind? Oh, uh, <laughs> would that work? Uh, you know what? You, you can't because mending doesn't do that. Is his mind an object? <laughs> He's not an object. I'm <laughs> just say that. I'm gonna no, it, not put him. that out there. Not him. His mind. Once again, his mind oh is a gosh. part of him. Same with the eyeball. Not, not an object. Or take it out. Mend it, it, yeah, if you it took it out in. and put it standalone, it'd be an object. <laughs> but uh, the guards quickly begin to carry him away. As he is still, at this point, he's just weeping. He's just crying. I'm following him. Yeah, I am as well. Uh, you guys proceed to follow, walking back toward the house, but eventually when you get there, the guards kind of close the door behind them. I cough loudly. I walk in. Uh, the door seems to be locked. I follow. I knock. Go away, you've done enough by now! What do you mean? He did this of his own free will. As the guard okay. slams open the door, you're the one who told him to do it. He could have died. No, I did not. His choice. Free will. I told him what I had done, and he wanted to verify it. So I said, you're going to need somebody else to do it to verify, because I ain't doing it again. Can and I just so walk he was right like, you know what? I'm going to... <laughs> As we're arguing, he walks into the house. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk <laughs> right past. If Make a stealth like check with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, fourteen is the first one. Second one is nine. 
Oh boy. Nine, you try to walk Come in on. as he kind of just, the guard, without even making eye contact with you, kind of nudges his shoulder over to the opening of the door you tried to go in. So he's kind of just blocking you from going in. I very persuasively try yeah. to push my way back through. All right, make a make an athletics check against I, his. You're right now doing a strength contest to get past him. Boy. No, I persuasively push him. That's not how that works. <laughs> okay, what I'm saying. You're either pushing him or you're trying to persuade him to move. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna sit put for now. All right, you can step a little back. See, the guard gets more relaxed. He's just like. I think you've done enough by now. We will contact you when he is stable as he slams the door back. You seem stable to me. As you yell from the other side of the door. Anybody uh, want to break down the door? I don't know. Hmm. As, what's, what's your strength at? As uh, John Steele kind of walks past you, he's like, um... Okay, uh, the king, the king could have died, but, um... He's a king? He's a king? No, not the king! That's not right! <laughs> the king, he has very high standards for what king? we call him. He prefers to be known as the real... king. He doesn't act like a king. Yeah, yeah a, well, yeah, um... Exactly. In light of the situation, hopefully now he'll believe you too, um... When he gets calmed down. We need to go um, inside. Yeah. No, I I think that would just make matters worse. Uh, you know what? It's getting pretty dark right now. I think you should come back tomorrow. As he kind of uh knocks on the door, as a rude guard guy is just like, "Who is it?" He's like, "It's John Steele." I'm just, I was just like, "Oh, okay." As he kind of just opens the door, as John Steele walks in, he's like, "It's getting late. Come back in the morning." Can I walk in after him? When you approach it, John Steele's kind of like, Oh my goodness, did you not hear what I just said? You've caused enough. I'm not going to say you caused enough trouble because you may have just convinced him. We're saving your lives and you're making us walk back home. Rude. And honestly kind of foolish. He is in no condition to talk. You saw how he was. I mean, he's literally crying. Just... Come back tomorrow. We'll sort this all out. I know exactly what he's going through, as I already went through it. Exactly. Uh, I don't remember you crying. He should be the one to. It's because I'm not a therapist. You see, you see. It's not because I'm because I'm not a child. How how many centuries old is this man? He's being beaten out by a twenty-five-year-old. What is he, like 200, something like that? Yes, probably. Look, he's probably never even experienced anything like that. Get some rest. Think about it tomorrow. Come back. (sighs) Fine. As he proceeds to close the door. Let's find a place to stay, I guess. All right. This is a nearby village, right? Uh, no, I mean, this, the mayor's estate is within the village. Oh, it's within the main village? Oh, okay. Uh, I will say this, you have seen, you can either probably go back up to the cabin where you guys were, or, uh, there is a tavern slash inn 
called the you passed it on the way to his house called the bumfuzzled bear let's go to the bumfuzzled bear sure all right you guys proceed bum to walk over bear. to the bumfuzzled bear <laughs> easily distinguished by the large size of this building is a large fancy not exactly fancy but you know like a nice cracker barrel like a double story medieval cracker barrel Nice. <laughs> you see, there's like farm equipment being hung around. The outside has a nice big sign uh, on it. It says the bum puzzled bear, and there is a bear that has three question marks above its head as it has two drinks in each hand. Four oh, drinks in total. That's kind of pretty Yeah. That's pretty cute, actually. <laughs> as you guys walk in, it is just like a Cracker Barrel. There's a gift shop. No. Uh, there are there's like farm equipment hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem to be too busy. There seems to be maybe less than ten people inside. Um, cool. Could you guys actually? Could both of you I'm make a, a quick perception check? Yeah. It's been an hour, right? Oh, uh, hasn't really been a long rest. Yeah, yeah be an hour. <laughs> that's terrible that's a two a two uh yeah for sake of the mud getting oh, out of your yeah, eye yeah. About the mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah i forgot about the mud yeah, yeah. so know. is it out of my eye yeah it's 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 enough to where or you not. can probably make a normal perception check okay not 20 really <laughs> Yep. I should have put the mud in your eye. I shouldn't. I should have put the mud in your eye. Yep. You instantly recognize next to the counter one uh, disturbing sight a very large woman, almost the size of David, if not only a few inches shorter. Um, oh. Very burly. Like Dwayne the Rock Johnson with a wig. Really? Type thing. But she's like seven foot ten or something. Seven, like seven foot nine. In seven size. nine, cool. Seven nine, like cool. a more accurate thing would be like white shack with a with a wig. That's a horrible. That is a terrifying description. That's a gruesome image. I don't <laughs> like that. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, standing next to her, this is where the Nat 20 really comes into play. You recognize the shady figure that you had seen earlier back in the woods, carrying that same bucket with the same substance, except now the bucket is filled with several glass bottles filled with that white glittery mm -hmm. substance you had previously seen when walking to the cave. Hmm. Interesting. Where is he in relation to the lady? Uh, he is right now seems to be talking with her at the front desk. There seems to be a main like bar area. Can I try to listen in? I, I audibly exclaim. Why is everybody being racist towards me when she's here? As you just kind of shout that out as the tavern goes quiet for a few moments. As some people look over. The main figure looks over before, and you finally notice the figure as well. 
before this figure seems to scurry up a nearby staircase heading up to the second level. And the large woman kind of just continues her uh, daily duties as a tavern worker. Hmm. All right, then. I'm going to walk up to her and ask her about the contents of the bucket. I'm since I didn't actually see her or I, I did see I did see them, but like I didn't notice notice them because that, that was Corin. Yeah, I mean, you noticed um, the large woman. That is very obvious. Yeah, um, I'm going to look for, around for the tavern owner so I can get some rooms All right. or get a room. Uh, just from looking yeah. around for a little bit, there only seems to be one person. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be only be uh, one person employed at this place and it seems to be that large woman uh, alright I'd head over be like hey what's up <laughs> you proceed Why? to Wait, uh, uh, you, you know what never mind not no, even I, don't, I don't say not, that not even gonna ask hood up um, do you have rooms Spare. If so, we'd like to. Yes, we have rooms to spare. <laughs> Which rooms would you like? The most Russian ones possible, please. <laughs> A really deep voice Russian lady. We have very nice rooms oh. to spare. We have a big okay, you... one, and then we have a small one. Where would you like to sleep? Two rooms, or would you like to share one with your small boyfriend? <laughs> Excuse not. me, not. I say. Excuse me. You're you assuming have been officially that I'm gay. excused. Please don't assume that I'm gay, because I'm not. He's the one who turns people gay. But I'm not gay. Uh, gay. Not me. No. Anyway. uh, Two rooms. Two separate rooms, please. Alright. Each room would be... For you, three silver. For the small one, two silver. Sounds reasonable. Mm -hmm. Um, And do you mind if I... uh, Play a little something. I'm a bard, after all. Are you I don't really care good? if I get a discounter. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly good. I'd say. Prove it. Hold on, let me try to remember. Bard seems legit. Oh, yeah, I, I hand her. Yeah, you proceed to the three silver slide three silver and uh, Colrin, do you also I'll buy hand a over room? Two. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's see. Currency. 
How much is silver? Silver is 10 copper, so I'm going to hand over 20 copper. All right. You proceed to hand over 20 copper as she uh, hands you both a room key. Okay. Up the stairs, first room on the left, and then the second room also to the left. All right. All right. Thank you very much. All right, as you and guys... I, I actually go over and to wherever they have that's for bards to... Perf- whatever their performance plate is. Uh, oh from looking around, there doesn't seem to really be a defined area to play music. I'm going to go up and ask the lady for some vodka. I, I stand in a place that's is is noticeable. All right, uh, that would basically be there's a there's a little bit of open space around the middle. All right. Yeah. So you're saying Can I go ask vodka? the lady working? Yes, please. All right. Vodka. What would you like, bottle or glass? I can't understand. <laughs> I said, would you like it in a bottle, or would you like it in a glass? Hmm. Glass, please. Five gold pieces, please. As she proceeds to uh, get out a glass and pop up in a bottle, as she proceeds to pour it. it. And this glass is very small. This is more of a shot glass. Five gold. Okay, I'm just gonna hand it over. I don't know how expensive that is. All right, uh, you slide over five golden pieces as you proceed to drink this shot of what you assume is vodka. After all, you did ask for vodka. The liquid itself is a strange green color, and as you quickly down it, you immediately need to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, 12. Uh, it doesn't take more than a moment before you are instantly intoxicated by this extremely powerful alcoholic substance. Uh, for the duration, which is unannounced, you are considered poisoned, aka drunk. Is it vodka? You don't know what it is. You asked for vodka and she handed you that. But it is very strong. Do I realize I'm drunk? You're not much of a drinker, are you? I am going to cast Lester Restoration on myself. Alright. Uh, as you cast Lester Restoration on yourself, uh, you become instantly unintoxicated. Can I roll, like, investigation to see if that was actually vodka? Oh, uh, yeah. Or you could just, you know, nat ask 20. her. Nat 20? Oh, uh, I could roll another nat 20. Because I'm insane, boy. That was probably... If that was vodka, that was a very, very strong version of vodka. Like, if D&D had a type of vodka... I mean, considering it's... 
considering it is a potato heavy uh, area. Probably vodka. Oh yeah. I'm That's just going to assume that has think... anything to do with alcohol. I know nothing of the correlation between yeah, alcohol and potatoes. Yeah, dude, vodka's made from potatoes. <laughs> Put the star and the rainbow up on the screen, the more you know. I didn't know that at all. <laughs> you really? No, I didn't I know that either. What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? I don't know that. Vodka made from potatoes. Yes, it's made from potatoes. What the heck? Actually, right. it's also made from like wheat, rye, barley, corn, grapes. Grapes. This was very strong uh, potato barley vodka. Usually, barley is usually uh, whiskey. No, it was actually first produced from wheat and other grains. Hmm. Well, it's no, but it can't be made potato. Never mind. It's most yeah. commonly potato because Russia. As David uh, continues playing that song. Please stop with the music. Go to sleep. People are tired. Stop. All right. As you just abruptly stop the uh, music playing. As Corwin heads back up to uh, his room. I, I ask her. So. Do you get any racism around here? Because like. People have been pretty racist to me. And I thought nobody, it was because nobody had ever seen a Goliath before. If I experience any racism, I punch them in the face. Yeah, that works. You should really try it sometime. I highly recommend it. I might. I might. Um, I've never actually met another civilized Goliath. So, how did that, how did this come about? What is this Goliath you speak of? What are you if you're not a Goliath? My mother was a dwarf, and my father was a halfling. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Hold up! <laughs> what kind of dwarfs do you have over here? What kind of halflings do you have? On a completely unrelated note, my father's brother was a Goliath. <laughs> Ab- absolutely no relation. What? <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> Is the room not of your liking? Why do you hesitate so much to go into it? You look tired and hurt. I was, just, I was just wondering. Why you're so tall if you weren't a Goliath. Alright. Um, As I said to before, a, my mother was a dwarf, my father was a halfling. Are your father. Wait. Wait. If his dad was the halfling. Nope. Shut up. Shut up right now. And. And. <laughs> his brother was a Goliath. It's best not to think into it. Just go to sleep. Rowley was raised by Goliaths, dude. <laughs> Hold on. Hold up. Oh, oh no! Do not do this! <laughs> I, that was an accident! You're not supposed to be able to make those kinds of connections! No! Rally. Oh no! Wait, that doesn't make any sense! Oh, my Goliath. 
<laughs> Rally was raised by like, oh, what no! <laughs> I, I don't even want to imagine Rowley's wedding. 